Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Learn American English with this guy, episode 59, and it is May 12th, 2020, and today's episode is the two live classes that I did on May 11th. I did the usual live that happens in the middle of the day for me and then I went live a little later because some viewers in Vietnam and Japan had asked me to go when it was more convenient for them so I am going to try to start doing that during this quarantine possibly go two times a day to take questions and hopefully as you are listening in your car or listening while you're doing chores that you have over two hours of speech from a native English speaker it's going to be a little quicker than I am talking now and if you have heard the live streams before you know how it works I take questions from viewers I do my best to restate the question so that you listening to this podcast will know what I'm talking about but if I don't I do apologize I think I do it most of the time I try to be conscious of that I try to have it in my brain that you listening need to hear the question so thank you so much for your support I hope you are getting a lot out of these podcasts I hope it is really increasing your English language learning I have received a couple nice voicemails from people Thank you, Cecilia from Argentina sent me another one. Uh, Hussein from Libya sent me another one. It's so nice to hear from you, the listeners, and it's difficult to do that sometimes. YouTube allows me to interact with viewers way more than the podcast platforms do. So if you haven't seen my YouTube channel it has the same name as this podcast you might want to check it out while my state is in quarantine I am doing these live classes every day for about an hour sometimes a little more so thank you so much for your support wherever you are listening from I hope your family is safe I hope you are safe and I hope we can get back to our normal lives really soon. Thank you so much. Enjoy the episode. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
We're live. Welcome everyone. It's about noon here on the East Coast of the United States. This will be available later um, as a podcast. So welcome to anyone viewing now. Welcome to anyone who will be viewing on replay. Welcome to anyone who will be listening on the podcast. So looks like we have some questions already. Welcome we. Welcome Rod, Naima, Vitaly's here, Jamie's here. Welcome everyone. I already got a question here. I don't know. Should I say anything? Oh, I have a uh, a rather scary event coming up in five hours, and that is that I'm going to the doctor. I've mentioned this before. I think I get a shot, cortisone shot, in my ankle because I broke it when I was younger and it never healed properly. So I am a little worried. I know we'll be taking our precautions. I'm sure the doctor will have his mask on. My regular doctor, Dr. McDonald, great doctor, is not available, but somebody else is. So this shot will be very needed, but there is a bit of a risk. Um, Luckily my state, no new deaths yesterday, and I think like 28 new cases. So the numbers keep going down, which is good. The numbers keep going down for the United States as well. So, All right, so Rod has the first question. It's a good one. It's a good one. Synonym for eventually. That is a good question. If you're not familiar with what eventually means... It means it's going to happen. There's no question about it. It will happen. It's just a matter of time. Sometimes it takes some time for it to happen. But I cannot think of eventually, a synonym for eventually, this will happen. Eventually, we will all be able to get back to our normal lives. Once there is a vaccine, eventually, may take a little while, but, uh, I mean, you could say soon. It's not as good as eventually, because there is so much in that word that isn't said. So, uh, I would think, but I'm not sure if you can come up with a better word than eventually. And a condition. A condition is also, when you're talking about medical It's often a good way to not put any negativity with that condition. So you could use um, uh, conditions can be permanent and conditions can come and go. So uh, I don't want to say anything that might offend somebody, but I will tell you when you use condition. Again, it's when... Some people might be embarrassed to have this medical condition, but it's a nicer way to say it than ailment or um, something with a negative connotation. So hope that works. Yes, we I do know about World War II, Pearl Harbor, sure. Uh, when, when did it happen, though? I don't remember the day. When did it happen? 1941, I think. December 7th, a day 
that will live in infamy, Franklin Roosevelt said. And uh, at the time, though, Hawaii, where it happened, was not a U.S. state. So I think the only time that the U.S. was attacked recently was September 11th. You could call that an attack. And I think before that, it was the War of 1812, a foreign power attacking the U.S. on U.S. soil. I think it was 1812. But you weren't asking that. I just threw that in. Naima, welcome. Shref, Virslav, welcome. Patricia, how are you? Nguyen, welcome. If you are new here, I forgot to mention, you see that little picture in the corner? Click on that guy. You can subscribe to the channel. We do this every day during quarantine. So my state is in quarantine until May 31st, I believe. There are parts of my state that have opened up. A couple counties in my state are no longer under quarantine. My county, however, is. Whoa. No work, Vitaly is saying. I don't know if you'll catch up to us. Well, we have over a million cases. I don't know. We don't want to be beat, right? Uh, I hope that doesn't happen, Vitaly. I hope that doesn't happen. It's good news, bad news for us. The good news is that people are getting tested. So in, in that way, the more people you know who have it, sometimes the better. But hopefully the hospitals don't become overwhelmed. Hopefully the people who are sick can get the attention that they need. Nguyen, um, and yes, so a viewer this morning mentioned, and um, I believe she was from Japan. Nguyen, where are you from? I wonder, I guess, Vietnam maybe? Um, there is a high percentage of viewers who watch from Vietnam. But what I want to do uh, tomorrow is go late live for me. And I think it will be morning for you. So tomorrow morning, no, 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 no. Wednesday morning, I think I will be live. But let me know. Let me Maybe let me know in the comments what time works best for you. Because these times work really well for North and South America and Europe. This time, not so great for East Asia, where I do have some viewers in Japan, Korea, and Vietnam. So maybe I go twice a day. Maybe I go, but thank you for staying up late and watching. And sometimes when I go late for me, and it's really late for Iran, you know, Mary sometimes comes in on those really late ones. Vitaly has been here pretty late sometimes. Arone, Arone. I learned how to say his name yesterday, I think. Arone. Working on it. Asma, how are you? 
Russia is the fourth. Is it the fourth highest right now? Ooh, Naima. Yeah, I believe a little bit of my main accent comes through sometimes. I try to get rid of it when I'm on here. I try to get rid of it in real life. Sometimes it creeps out, especially when I'm talking to my brother or some friends who have a really strong main accent. It comes out, but I try to get rid of it for these videos. Maybe not so, not so great. How are ya? How are ya? Yeah, I don't know. Do you want to say? I don't know if you want to say that. I don't know if you want to sound like a mana. I don't know. But as Cecilia wrote, she shared an article. It is the fourth sexiest accent in America. So maybe you want to sound like a mana. We say wicked here a lot. Wicked. Wicked. Wicked good. It's wicked good. That's kind of a main accent there for you. Yeah, we need a vaccine soon. We need a vaccine soon, we is saying. And, ah, Vietnam, welcome. So, some people are saying, scientists are saying January. We might have an, a, a vaccine by January. But then think about it. So, they figure out this works. That's good. But then they have to make it. And then they have to distribute it. And it's already been said that if you are in the 65, 70, older age, that you most likely will have the opportunity for the vaccine first. People who are younger will wait till it's in production. A lot to go around. But, well, we need 7 billion. Is that how many people are on Earth for the vaccine? Um, so we is wondering, what's an antonym for resentment, resentment. So acceptance would be the opposite. Resenting, it means an event happened and you're still holding a grudge. We sometimes say that holding a grudge means you can't let it go. Let's say, wow, this would be extreme, but let's say your boyfriend cheated on you. That might be a deal breaker. That might be a deal breaker. But let's say you somehow get together. You haven't quite forgiven him. You're holding a grudge. It's still there for you. You have some resentment over what he did. I wouldn't take him back, by the way. He sounds like a dog. We've mentioned that in here before. But acceptance means, okay, you can move past that. You're all right with it. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> Fatale. Norma, welcome. What is going on? Now, I, now who can take light pills? Somebody can take light pills? What are light pills? Whoa. Basically, we is wondering... Um, I've never heard this, by the way. Idle hands are the devil's tools. I've never heard that. All right. But idle, it means not working. Idle. It means not working. So I'm thinking what that saying means, that if you are lazy, 
then that is bad stuff. That is evil. Don't be lazy. Buongiorno, William. Uh, this, uh, William's wondering, what, what things are we talking about today? Just questions and answers. You ask questions, I try to give the answers. If I can, but welcome, welcome. Benvenuti sul mio canale, everyone. Oh, Bernie, Cecilia, oh man, he, you know, you know, you know, hang on. His accent, he is from Vermont, but I almost think that he grew up in New York. He has a really, what I would consider a thick New York accent. Check me on that, though. I think he does. I think he is from New York originally. But he is he is from he, – he represents Vermont now. I would – maybe somebody can Google that. I would, but I can't talk and type at the same time. But then I think it kind of looks rude if I'm looking at my phone. But I almost think he has a um, – what we would call a, definitely a New York accent – New York accent. Yeah, Yousef, welcome from uh, Turkey. Yeah, supposed to. This is a good one, and I'm not sure if you will ever find this in any... Is that actual real English? We use it all the time. Meaning, like, it should have been... Should have been. I'll go to my like raining. I always use raining for some reason. It was supposed to have rained today. But it's actually sunny. And I don't know about where you live. But the weather people. We call them meteorologists. The meteorologists have been wrong a lot. A lot. So supposed to. It just means it, it should have been. But we somehow have just say supposed to um supposed to be hot tomorrow it's not but um <clears throat> i was supposed to go to the gym yesterday but my gym was closed supposed to supposed to it's something that you probably should get in your vocabulary or at least know what it means because we use it a lot we Bought a book of, <coughs> excuse me, English idioms. All right, let's do it. William, prego, prego. Yeah. Shref is wondering if I can pronounce stubbornly. Sure can. Store can. Sure can. So with that, with that L-Y, that is telling me that's an adverb. So stubbornly is going to describe possibly a verb or an adjective or another adverb. In the sentence that I am going to use, I think I'm going to use it with a verb, okay? It's going to describe a verb. So when we say someone is stubborn, and we often talk about a donkey, a donkey, a lot of times if they are on, like, it's very hard for donkeys to follow commands, a lot of times they will just stay in one place. Dig their heels in. 
That's another way we can call someone stubborn if they don't want to do something. So that donkey, you might be pulling on that donkey, but it is just sitting there and not moving. So that is stubborn. What could we do that's stubbornly? Because um, I'm almost using reluctantly and I don't want to. Um, he stubbornly refused to apologize to his wife. He stubbornly refused to apologize to his wife. So maybe he did something wrong and he should have said sorry, but he was being stubborn and he didn't apologize. So he stubbornly refused to apologize to his wife. All right. It's a good question. Ah, no book. No book of idioms. Ah, Cecilia. But hey, if it is beautiful out, she said she cannot see the phone. You want to be outside. That's why I wish, actually I did a live. I did a live stream, and I think Cecilia was there for that one. I did a live stream on my back deck, but the sun was kind of lower so I could see the screen. But man, if it's beautiful outside, get outside. Happy Mother's Day, Cecilia. I'm glad to hear that you get to see your daughter yesterday. I know that was something you had been hoping for for a while. Quarantine is keeping so many families apart. Rone. Nice job. He actually got to see his family for the first time in a while. Boom. A shref. Yep, you nailed it right there. So if you don't understand somebody, you can say, run that by me again. Run that by me again. And people will know. Okay, repeat it. Uh, come again. Come again. Another one for that. Yeah, it's exactly. And we've talked about it in this live chat before. You could say, once you, uh, once you understand it, you could say, oh, roger that. Roger that. Don't know where that comes from. Maybe the military. I don't know. Roger that. Rod. Yeah. So Rod is wondering about, he will eventually arrive. So maybe you, you know this person's coming. Maybe there was traffic. There was a little delay, but you know they're going to be here. Maybe you just got off the phone with the person. Maybe there's a surprise party and everybody's just waiting. But then that person got held up and you can tell the room, he, he'll be here eventually. Just got off the phone with him. He's stuck in traffic. Yeah. Exactly. Eventually means you know it is going to happen in the future. You just, you just don't know when. Exactly. Eventually is a good word to know. So I'm really supposed to, and eventually, we use them all the time. And they're rather complicated, kind of weird, but they are in our daily language. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. 
Oh man, Cyrillic letters again. I'm sorry. I wish I could say your name correctly. The last name, it starts with a P though. P-A-N and uh, Pan, Pan, Panoff? Panoff? Last name. Sorry, maybe. It's something like Panoff. Um, I can pronounce rarely. Rarely. I just did it twice. Rarely. Rarely do I pronounce rarely wrong. Nice job. Nice job. Uh, Rod, it does fit. It does fit. Uh, man, I will learn. I will learn Cyrillic right there. Studying my Cyrillic letters. Studying my Cyrillic letters. But it would be a very boring live stream if I tried to sound that out, try to work that out. That'll be my homework. Moving on. But thank you for joining. And if anyone is new here, might want to click that little, little face at the bottom. You'll subscribe. We do this daily. Um, obligation and duty? We. Those are synonyms. Those are synonyms. We sometimes take obligation, which is the noun, and we'll change that to a verb where I feel obligated to cook you dinner tonight. Maybe that person did something really nice and you feel obligated, like I need to do it. I must do it. It's my duty. Cecilia. Yeah, Eric. He says, meteorologists take a lot of information with the planes flying. In fact, there's only a few planes in the sky. Really? Well, I would argue, I would say, I would argue that the meteorologists, even before COVID, were starting to suck. Like, I thought they were more accurate when I was a kid. But of course, that could be just me changing my opinion. Or it could be this horrible weather app. I need to get rid of this weather app I have. It's called Weatherbug. And it's notoriously wrong. Notoriously. Notorious. That's another good word to know. Famous for a bad reason. Notorious. Infamous. Pretty much the same thing. You uh, know about it, but it's not a good thing. Lee Harvey Oswald. I was talking to Arone yesterday about JFK. Lee Harvey Oswald. He's famous because he killed Kennedy. I think he killed Kennedy by himself. I could be alone. But he's infamous. He's notorious. Famous. A lot of people know his name, but for a bad reason. But Eric, that makes sense. A lot fewer planes flying now a lot fewer planes flying ah donkey burro buddha burro is that butter that's is that butter in in italian i think burro i think could be wrong naima is this a tech question for a boomer probably not let me read it when the battery of a phone is zero, oh, so not, not a tech question. It's English question. I can handle this. Do we say it has run out of charge? Just run out. 
a lot of times we would say my phone's dead. My phone's dead. The battery is dead. I need to charge my battery. You could say both though. It's, it's, it's run out of charge. Doesn't sound as natural, but people would know what you meant. You could say the battery ran out. Yeah, you could say the battery ran out. But good question. The battery has died. You might say that. The battery has died. Panoff. Oh, nice. I think I was close, right? Panoff? Because a B is a V, maybe? Something like that. Ah, yeah. Ashraf, it's a good one. Out of the blue. It's an idiom we say where it's like, it's almost like off the top of my head where you're trying to come up with something quickly off the top of your head. Out of the blue is a, exactly what you said. You weren't expecting it. So I'll go to my rain thing again, but out of the blue, it just started raining. Didn't even know it was going to happen. You know what? Maybe those meteorologists, they told me it wasn't going to rain. And I believed them. Stupidly, I believed them. And then out of the blue, we get rain. Out of the blue. All right. Uh-oh. I think, um, yeah, the R's. That's what I think um, English speakers... Learning Italian or Spanish, we're always very, we, we got to always worry about the R's and rolling them. I've spent many nights when nobody is home. I'm alone just doing, because some people, most Italians, I'm sure, their mouth could be in any position and they're still rolling the R. Like, how do you do that? They don't even like think about I need to get better at that. All right. Some people are answering and then I answer and then you're bored. Sorry. Oh, I, oh man. Youssef. Oh, I spelled your name wrong. I went back through that live stream I did in the snow and all of the transcripts, well, the subtitles are exactly accurate. They're accurate. And then I put a Google form if anybody wants to read along or translate them. So I do that sometimes with my Italian. And I like it when the subtitles are accurate. So if you go back, the subtitles for that live stream in the snow, they're all accurate. It's about 10 minutes. Uh, when I... When I change my thought in mid-sentence, you'll see I've put hyphens. So, but Yousef's name is spelled the wrong way. Maybe I'll go back in and change it. Sorry, Yousef. I do. I love music. Nobody in my family likes my music, unfortunately. I like some kind of weird American bands. Fish. Nobody, nobody likes fish. Fish and the Grateful Dead. I like them. But the Grateful Dead actually have some great lyrics. They're just, some of their songs are 20 minutes long, but they're very, they're jam band, we call them. 
where they improvise. They sometimes go away from the way the music was written and they improvise and they jam. We call it jam. And then they bring it back together. I like that kind of music. No way. Vitaly says that he has finished 112263 by Stephen King. And Stephen King grew up just about 10 miles away from where I live now. And there is a time portal in 112263 that I actually pass often. And I should do a video from there. But it's a little um, a little store. I think Aroni and I have talked about it. Kennebec Fruit Company or something like that. They've changed it. But that's literally 10 miles from the house. It's a great book. I have talked about it on this live stream before. The Notorious B.I.G. I like him. He's good. Jamie really likes Biggie. Biggie, Biggie, Biggie. Oh, she said never to rap on this channel again. Uh, and I'm sure nobody else wants to see it. Ah, burro. Burro. Butter. Burro is butter. But it's a donkey in Italian. Hmm. hmm. Yeah, I can see maybe like cow being burro. Since they give milk, but donkey. Interesting. Good to know. I one day hope to learn Spanish. But one language at a time, really, right? Lucian. Okay, so if you're saying I found it. Um, I don't know if we would say that, though. I found it. We would say before. Like, I found it before you. So we would say, I found it before you, but let's say if you're driving, you might use a head. So if you're driving with uh, two cars and one person may say, hey, I'm going to go up ahead because I got to really use the bathroom. So you might use a head when you're driving. Oh, kids, look up ahead. There's a moose. So you would use it like that. But not with time, I guess. So with time, we might say before. When we're talking about distance, we might say ahead. Okay. Or if you're in a book, you're reading. And you might say, ah, I'm going to skip ahead. I don't like this chapter. It's kind of boring. I'm going to skip ahead. Something like that. Flapping the R. Whoa, Eric, what are you talking about here? Um, I think he's talking about gaining, right? Gaining. We would say that, right? Um, during quarantine, people have gained six pounds. So we talk about gaining weight. I know I have because I go on camera every day. So I can, and it's only just my face, but you can see, take a look back before the quarantine. Oh, he had a thinner face. 
So, yeah, I've probably gained six, but you got to get active. Weather's better. Uh-oh. Rod, what are you saying here? You got some... Oh, yeah. I need to make a video of this. These prepositions. In, on, at. Drives everyone crazy. It does. It does. And the more you hear English spoken, you know, if you're tuning into my live streams every day, I'm I'm using prepositions correctly. That's for sure. In, on, and at. The more times you hear it, the more times you'll use them correctly. But if you have an accent and people can tell that you're not a native English speaker, I hope nobody gives you trouble for in, at, on, using them the wrong way. It will sound awkward a little bit to native English speakers, but we will know what you're talking about. So if anybody gives you a hard time I'm sorry about that. Larissa, welcome. Yeah, Jamie has been working out. She's been doing really well. <laughs> um, once I get this shot in my ankle, I should be good to go for a year, six months, a year. I like walking. At 44, I'm no longer running. That would destroy my ankle for sure. As long as I walk, it won't destroy my ankle. Slowly, gradually, eventually, my ankle will be destroyed. And then I can get another shot. But, and I was due for a shot right before the coronavirus hit. About two months ago. I felt it in my ankle. I was like, yeah, I need to go get a shot. And then I had an appointment for the week where I called about an appointment for the week that it people were freaked out here. And I, I, I never called them back to get my appointment. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm sure to roll my R's, I definitely need... Some saliva. I really do. Yeah, Ashraf, don't worry about it. Grateful Dead. Maybe stick to their... Um, man, if anybody wants to check out a song. It's a song called Ripple. By the Grateful Dead. Ripple. Check that out. It might not be too bad. And it's only three minutes. They don't do it live. It's on their album called uh, American Beauty. Released 50 years ago this year, 1970. Youssef. Whoa, I need to read this one. Oh, oh, talking about the spelling of your name, I think. I'm <laughs> sorry. Mispronouncing. I should say it like Yusuf. Yusuf. Yusuf? Yusuf? Is that what you're saying? Yusuf? Um, I'll practice later. I I don't want to bore anybody by me 
mangling somebody else's name. Ashref. I hope I'm saying Ashref's name correctly. Aroni's name now. Arone. Hope I'm saying that correctly. Um, I don't know. I have never seen the series 112263. I haven't seen the series. But as you know, they sometimes, for whatever reason, will change store to a diner. It wouldn't surprise me. Nicholas, yes, make sure you're studying. Make sure you're studying. Lucian. Yeah. I'm pronounced. So where I, I live, there are actually a lot of older people. I think I've mentioned this before. A lot of older French speakers in the town that I live in. Unfortunately, that generation is, is, is dying, mostly have, has died. But it's my grandparents' um, generation. So they're mostly in their 80s now, 80s, 90s, if they're still alive. But many people came down from Canada. I don't live that far from Canada, French-speaking. And Lucian is how they pronounce it in the United States. Sorry. And um, William is saying something in French about something who can speak French maybe in here. Oh, Lucan. 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 That's not French though, is it? It's not French. Based on your last name, Lucan. You're not from... No, I don't see... I don't. It looked Romanian maybe at first, but probably not. Where are you from, Lucan? Oh no. <laughs> I pronounced it right the first name. Yusuf. Yusuf? As in like almost like Joseph, right? Yusuf. Yusuf, maybe. Sorry. Nicholas. Ah, okay, so Nicholas, yeah, I don't want to get too much into politics. I'm glad you said that. Okay. But and I don't think this will get political. I will just stick to the facts. So there's an unwritten rule, almost. So there's a rule. It's not written down. But most former presidents do not criticize or say bad things about the current president. For the most part. Once you have become a former president, a lot get out of public life. They don't want to be a distraction to what's going on now. Donald Trump, of course, has been very critical of a lot of past presidents. And that's almost an unwritten rule as well, is that the current president doesn't say too many bad things about presidents who have come before. But yesterday, maybe... In a phone call, President Obama, our last president, criticized, said some bad things about the way Donald Trump has been handling the coronavirus. And that made news. Because President Obama has not said a whole lot. He's kept quiet, like most presidents do. But 
you have to know that President Obama, his old vice president, is running against Donald Trump. So there was a little bit of, um, you know, trying to make his guy, Joe Biden, look a little better. So, but it was, it was newsworthy. It was worthy of news. Yeah, William, um, in the United States, I would say, and this is going to be a word I think I'm going to put on my next video, um, and it's polarizing. I think it's a great word to know because uh, politics in the United States, and I think in many places actually, from what I've heard about in Italy, possibly even, I don't know about Russia, but polarizing, meaning you either love them or you hate them. And that the way, that's the way it is in this country, mostly with Donald Trump. There's no in between. When you say Donald Trump, most people don't say, eh, I don't really have an opinion. Either love the guy or they hate the guy. Not so much in the middle, polarizing. So that's why it's very difficult to talk about politics in the United States now because there aren't too many people in the middle. They're either all the way to the left, we call it, or all the way to the right. Um, Rod is wondering the Mother's Day lunch. Uh, for us, so, <clears throat> excuse me, my brother, his wife, his son, my sister, her husband, their son, and then my family of four, my wife and my two children, we went up to my mom's. It was pretty cold, pretty windy, but we all stayed outside. We didn't go into anybody's house. We stayed outside. We social distanced for the most part. Um, my mom was up on her porch. And I, I don't think that's a term that is used often, porch. We use it all the time. It's basically like a balcony on the first floor, a porch, or we might call it a deck. And we just stayed outside for an hour talking. It was good to see each other. We haven't seen each other that much. So and we're really trying to protect my mom. So just in case, our numbers are really low, but you never know how much it's spreading. Nguyen, how are you? Low-key. Um, okay, so we do use low-key often, but I don't think we use high-key. I haven't heard of high-key. So if something is low-key, that means you're not going to make a big deal out of it. Low-key. Let's say that you're going to have a low-key dinner with someone, and maybe it's a date. Maybe it's the first time you've gone out with this person. Now, if you were in Milan, it wouldn't be low-key. You're probably always dressing up. But if something is low-key, that might signal to you, you don't need to dress up. Just a t-shirt. Just maybe, we call it a button-up shirt. It's just a shirt with buttons and a collar for the guy Maybe jeans would be fine, you know, for both the woman, for the man. 
So low key, but I don't think there is anything high key, high key. We sometimes say high brow, high brow, where meaning very fancy, very posh. We don't use posh in the United States, but you might hear of that. <laughs> Naima is always here. Naima is, see, I'm writing more things down because I'm thinking, oh, this might help Naima if she's writing things down. So I will write them down and hopefully spell them correctly. I am not the best speller. Roman, welcome. Things in the United States are okay. They're okay. Where I live, it's pretty good. And welcome, if anybody is new here, I think it's the third time I've said it, but hey, don't forget, subscribe. We do this every day. In my state, things are really, really good. Really good. And I believe that um, Italy has gone into phase two today. I think I was watching um, Albi's channel, Alberto. Um, I don't think there are some people that watch him. Uh, so we're a little bit behind Italy as it seems we have been throughout this. So things are starting to kind of get back to normal. So I can go to the doctor now. Jamie, my wife was able to have her hair done. Can't do that in Italy yet. I know, but so we're a little bit different. Some counties in my state are actually opening up restaurants and they can be filled up to 50%. These are counties in my state that have had very few um, cases. Um, the, the one thing is if they haven't had, big word here, communal transmission, communal transmission. And I don't even know if I want to explain that because you might not use it. It's basically within the county if people are giving the coronavirus to each other. Communal, like community, communal transmission. In those other counties, they think people have come in and brought the coronavirus, but it hasn't spread, if that makes sense. If it doesn't make sense, don't, don't worry about it. No way. Romania. I didn't know anybody was from Romania, but I was like, hmm, that looks a lot like, I don't know if I should say his name, but Nikolai Shashescu. I was like, man, that could be Romanian. Well, welcome. Welcome. Mm. I one time... I wanted to learn Romanian. That was going to be my second language because it's pretty close to Italian. I'm actually listening to a podcast on Romania right now and Romania's relationship to uh, Moldova. That's how we say it here. Moldova. Interesting. And I think... In Moldova, they speak Romanian, don't they? They speak Romanian. 
I watch a guy, um, his name's Vlad from Romania, a YouTube channel. I don't know if you know him. He lives in the UK now. All right. Um, Dr. Fauci looks like Carol Baskin's present husband, the one she didn't feed to the tigers. I can see that. And big news as of yesterday, Dr. Fauci, our main doctor, he has gone into self-quarantine for the next two weeks because he was exposed to the coronavirus. Two people have tested positive right now that have worked in the White House. I am reading through here and I just saw fascism on Nizzle. What? Let me just skip right down to that. <laughs> I will, uh, yeah. I would love to visit uh, Romania one day. Bucharest. I would love to visit there. Um, uh, I'm, I'm not going to translate what fascisma means, but yeah, right. We don't. We don't use that. We don't use that. Fascism my dizzle. How about I say that instead? Fascism my dizzle. It means for sure, my dog. The end. Don't say the end. Don't translate the end. Uh, but yeah, for shizzle, for sure, my dog. For shizzle, my dizzle could be for sure, my dude, something like that. But it means for sure. All right, Eric. See ya. Yeah, to be honest. Nguyen, um, what do I do when I feel angry? I think music for me. Music, studying languages, making a YouTube video. You know, it's tough during these times when you're in quarantine, if you are still, and your day seems like the same day over and over. We've mentioned Groundhog Day. I was surprised. Some people have heard of Groundhog Day where every day is the same day. And um, I listen to music a lot. And the music that I listen to, Grateful Dead, Fish, Dave Matthews Band, I think I got my Dave Matthews Band shirt. It's all positive music. So a lot of times that really helps me. Reading a good book. But it is, it is tough. Tough. But I felt music uh, really, and I think it's just the attitude that, you know, things are could be worse. Things could always be worse. You know, a, a guy living in the United States that has his health, I always look to that. Like, I'm, I'm good. My family's healthy. There are a lot of people that don't have it as well as I do. So I always try to remember that. Like, even on my worst day, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. And hopefully you can say something similar. Everybody here has the internet, so. Is that it? Oh, Cecilia, you guys use porch all the time. Oh, interesting. Yeah, porch, it's just that's what we call not the balcony. Same exact thing, just on the ground, ground floor. Porch. Uh, it, yeah. 
All right, Roman, welcome from Russia. Kaktila, Kaktila. Ooh, um, man. When, so recommend some interesting books. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know, Jamie, can you help me? What are some interesting books that we've recently read? So, I mean, of course, Stephen King is my boy. We might say that with some slang. I like Stephen King. That's my go-to. So when everyone, when anyone asks me for a good book, I'm often saying, oh, Stephen King. But that's more about escapism. Escapism. When we say escapism, that means you try to lose yourself in the book to forget about the world around you. Uh, that's tough because maybe Jamie would know some books. Her reading is a little different from mine. What is the last thing that I read that's inspirational? I'll have to get back to you on that. Maybe Jamie can chime in. Chime in. Chime in. I hear her talking. I think one of the kids. Chime in. Oh. Oh. Nice one. Nice one. Ooh. Pardis. Paradis. Ah, from Iran. Nice. There is, um, Mary is often here from Iran. So welcome. And if you are new, don't forget to hit subscribe. We do this every day for about an hour. Yesterday had to be a little less than an hour for mom. It was mom's day yesterday. So we cut it a little short. Oh my gosh. So Jamie just recommended Nicholas Sparks books. They are, can be inspirational, but you might cry. You might cry at the end. Sharef, man, I could not say it anymore. Learning about other cultures, learning other languages. I mean, we have someone from Iran in here and Romania, Vietnam, I mean, how cool is that? How cool is that? And I think, oh, you're welcome. And I think that people who want to learn other languages, I think are just nicer people in general. Because if you're going to learn another language, you have to be humbled. Like you are not going to, you're, you're not going to be as confident in that other language so you're going to feel humbled and you have to work hard and you also want to explore people who are not like you. So I think in general, people who learn languages are nice in general. We don't have a lot of spammers in here. I mean, it's one thing my channel is pretty small, but we, everybody, we, so there was a, a real short discussion on politics but nobody got triggered. If you start a talk on Facebook about politics, it blows up within five minutes. So yeah, there's a lot of positivity 
in this language learning community. So great point. Great point. Thank you, Sharaf. Uh, Lucian, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm from Romania. I don't play any games on the PC. I don't. I've I spend my time now, you know, learning Italian and making YouTube videos, reading, reading in Italian, trying to. I haven't read that much in English. Maybe the last six months. I need to get back to that. Hmm. All right, William. The, okay, so the way I am learning Italian, most of this comes from this guy, Steve Kaufman. And I've mentioned him a lot. And his idea, and I use his app, which is called Link, and I do pay $13 a month for it, I think. But his idea is that through lots of listening, and lots of reading, you will eventually be able to speak. He calls it lots of input. Lots of input. Bombarding your brain with that language. Now, it takes a while, but I'm not memorizing too many things. And I think this might have been mentioned in the live stream yesterday. You want to make it as fun as possible. And I think a lot of times... Once you start, just got an email from a student. Once you start um, memorizing things, it becomes less fun. So my approach is I'm trying to read things that aren't too difficult for me and listen to things that aren't too difficult for me. When I was really, really early in the language, I use Duolingo, and I know some people don't like Duolingo, and I know why, because I don't think it's actually going to help you speak, I don't think, but will help you learn how to use the language. But I am probably not the best person to ask in this room, in this chat, because everybody in here speaks better English or can type better English than I can Italian. So... You might want to join the Facebook page uh, because there are some people in there that are really good language learners. Really good. Really good. So, but William, I mean, you know English and Italian, so I'm sure you you know more than I do about that stuff. <clears throat> yeah, Naima, that is a good verb to use. Absorb. We often talk about that with a sponge and the sponge will absorb the water so it will pick it up. But you can also talk about reading a book where you are completely – your brain – obviously it's not literal, it's figurative. Your brain is completely absorbed into that book so you don't realize what is going on. And E-S-C-A-P. Escapism. I think I spelled that correctly. Um, with escapism, people can do that through watching movies, through reading books. But it's what Nguyen was talking about is escaping 
the bad things that might be happening happening in your life and losing yourself in a fake place, in a fictional place. Escapism can be done with movies and it can be done with books. Uh, yeah, Snoop Dogg. Um, yeah, we love Snoop Dogg. A lot of people in the United States love Snoop. Uh, he's become just he maybe a character he's playing, but like Jamie said, it seems like he is a pretty good guy. He came <clears throat> came up through the rap game and where you have to be kind of like hard and tough. And he's just, he's become like, now that he's reached that level, he's just become like a funny guy. Oh, Steve Kaufman, I just got a, uh, a notification. He's actually going live right now too. So once a week, he's been going live for Link. So. Stephen King books are, yeah, my absolute favorite, Cecilia. And I do have two in uh, Italian. I am not even close to being able to read yet, but trying one day. I got the Green Mile, Il Milio Verde in Italian. And I got uh, Il Lungo Marcia, the long walk is what it is in English, the long walk. All right. We are at about an hour. Probably should get going. Oh, thank you, Cecilia. Thank you. I try to be a kind person. But there are a lot of people in here that are, are kind too. Lots. In fact, probably all. Um, the guns. <clears throat> I've been I've been meaning to talk about guns in the United States, but yeah, a lot of Americans have guns. And of course, I do own a gun. I do own a gun. Um, I've shown it on this live stream before. Aroni was not happy with me. But the gun I have is not for protection. My, Jamie's father gave it to me a while ago. It was at the Battle of Stalingrad. Um, but Americans do have guns, yeah. Most of them use it for protection in their house. And it's one of our main rule, main laws one of our amendments in our constitution that says, Americans, you can have guns and your government can't take them away unless you are committed or convicted, unless you have been convicted of a, a felony, unless you've been found guilty of a really bad crime. All right, so I am going to end it here. We will do this again tomorrow. Love Bob Marley, Adam. Love, love, love Bob Marley. Sorry, I was going to end it. Three Little Birds is in my top five songs of all time. Three Little Birds. If you are ever feeling... I'm going to write that down. I might have to go listen to that song right when I get out of here. Three Little Birds. If you are ever feeling down, I don't know if I can like... I might get like copyright, you know, whatever. Look up Three Little Birds, Bob Marley. Impossible to listen to that and be in a bad mood. It's repeated. Everything's going to be all right. Everything is going to be all right over and over. Yeah. 
Let's end on that note. Bob Marley. Homework tonight. Listen to that song. Homework. I'm going to do it right now. Bob Marley. Do it. Do it. You won't be disappointed. Great song. Great song. Thanks for that, Adam. Love Bob Marley. All right, check out the Facebook page. Um, sometimes the conversation continues over there. Uh, subscribe if you haven't. Jamie and I will be working on another video sometime this week to get that out. Southern Slang Part 2. And then I'm working on a video. Nine simple words you can add to your everyday conversation to make you sound smarter. They're not too bad. They might have three, four syllables, but not too bad to pronounce. All right, thank you guys so much. Fun time. Hope you guys had fun. Hope you learned a little bit. Adios, amigos. Hey, what's going on? Sorry about that. Couple minutes late. I had a phone call I had to take. But that phone call was short. So I'm here. We'll do it a little bit later. Uh, some people had asked. Um, they were living in, I think, uh, you know, like Vietnam and... Um, Korea and Japan and it's it's morning over there so I'm not sure how many people will tune in I said I was going live tomorrow night but I forgot my wife doesn't work tomorrow night so she works tonight so Cecilia what's going on I figure I'd do a little bonus right now since Jamie's working she's on here she can she can work and then still talk with us at the same time. But I know I didn't get to everybody's questions the last live. And I had a little extra time. So I figured why not jump on here. Maybe somebody will be on. Maybe not. It's usually a lot slower at night. So I may be just uh, talking to myself. I don't know. That's okay too. That's okay. But I just got back from the doctors not too long ago. Hamoud, how are you? Sharef, what's going on? And so I made a little vlog about that. I, I took my, my phone with me in the car. I didn't dare take it into the doctor's office. And things didn't go exactly as planned. And I talk about that in the video. I didn't get exactly what I wanted. And now I have to go into a hospital, which I'm not exactly pumped about, but um, Bitor, Botir, Botir, how are you? Victor, welcome. What's going on? So I wanted to go at a little bit different time, and it, it really wasn't announced. So it's only people who have checked off the notifications, and probably the all whatever your language is, probably all, the bell with the all, and then you'll get a notification. I try not to do that to you too often because then you'll get mad at me and you'll be like, why is this guy giving me another notification? So I figure if I do it once a day, that'll be good. Unannounced, unannounced. So this, I decided to go live about 20 minutes ago. So luckily the doctor's offices are opening back up and they're opening back up after being closed 
for about two months. And they were closed for what we call like elective things. We call them elective. Elective meaning not necessary. So if somebody was having a heart attack, of course, that requires immediate attention. They're going to the hospital. But when you're talking about something like my ankle, it hurts a little bit, but it's not worth getting COVID over. So that's why they shut down. They didn't, even dentists, dentists are still closed. It's strange because in some countries during phase one, which we are in, we're in phase one, um, hairdressers are not open. In phase one, in my state, hairdressers are open. So if I wanted to, I could get a haircut. But um, my uh, wife just got a haircut. I'm just reading Hamoud's chat. Tell me about my childhood in 1940. How old do you think I am? 1940? My mom, who's in her 70s, wasn't even born in 1940, Hamoud. Hamoud. Yusuf. No. I, I said your name wrong. Sorry. Yusuf. Yusuf. Sorry. In Turkey. This is really late in Turkey right now. Welcome. Welcome. You were just about... You were just about to make a video, Celia. That's good. For the Facebook group. Nice. Nice. Well, does anybody know what IRL means without looking it up? But Jamie is a lot into fitness. Oh, you were just kidding. All right. I didn't know if your country used a different calendar and you might have thought that I was born in 1940. I was born in 1975, which makes me... 45 in November, 44 right now. I'll be 45 in November. An old, an old man. Uh, so Botir is wondering, how is it going, the quarantine? So like uh, I was saying, we're in phase one. And in my state, it's a little different in different counties. So my state, all U.S. states are divided into counties. So we have our country, we have 50 states, and then a little bit smaller is the counties, bigger than cities and towns. And for right now, it's going pretty well. Uh, our cases are down. Our numbers of coronavirus cases are not going up. They're going down. Yesterday, zero people died of the coronavirus in my state, which hasn't happened in a while. We usually have one death a day, maybe two. Today, I believe we had one death. So it's pretty good, pretty good, uh, considering. Could be a lot worse. And even in New York State, where we live, those numbers, they were having, what, 2,900, I think, the peak at the highest point 
And I think today they had 700 deaths. Again, not great, right? We don't want 700 people dying a day. But when there were 2,900 people dying a day, it is a little bit better. It's a little bit better. Hopefully it can get even better. But IRL, looks like um, I haven't seen maybe. It's just in real life. So I think in real life. So if Jamie and uh, Cecilia were neighbors, you know, they might go walking together. Like that's pretty popular for neighbors. Uh, there's a, two ladies that one of them lives on our street and she has a friend that comes over and they walk a lot. So walking is a big uh, hobby, a big way to exercise in the United States if you are in your 40s. Or older. So my childhood in 1940. Well, World War II was going on. We were just getting out of the Great Depression. Times were tough. Uh, thank you, Ralphie. Thank you. 45 is young. So my doctor, and I say it in the video. I might release that video today. It's all edited. I just have to put some things together. The doctor actually called me young. I was quite happy. Quite happy. But I was young compared to a lot of his other patients who were in their 60s, 70s, and 80s. So I was young, he said. Yeah, William, hopefully this pandemic ends soon. William, if you don't mind me asking, where are you from? Because you often write in Italian, I but I don't think you're from Italy. I think you're you're also learning Italian like I am. Am I wrong about that? Um, another question was. So I'm a guy that was born in my in the 1970s. I was born in 75, as I said. And so people my age were going to high school in the 90s. So I think I would say that I really liked the 90s. I really liked the 90s, the 90s music, because that's when I was a teenager. So that was pretty fun. I will say, though, 2020 is the worst year that I've ever lived. Right? Can most, most people say that? Like, 2020 sucks. We say that. that's not really swearing. It just sucks. 2020 is awful. I haven't mentioned murder hornets. I talked about that in the live, in the snow, if you watched that one. So the U.S. is now worrying about murder hornets. We have had killer bees. I think those have come up as the earth has gotten warmer those have come up from the south. Mexico? I don't know. El Salvador, maybe? William? Thank you, Cecilia. Maybe William knows about killer bees? They've been making their way into this country for a while. We have had killer bees. These big swarms of bees that if they sting you once, they might sting you a hundred times. And I guess they could kill you with their venom. 
But now, apparently, somehow, murder hornets are coming from China, maybe? Japan? Somewhere in Asia. Murder hornets are now here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna find out more about the average, or the, uh, the, um, hornets. Uh, I wonder what the average age is here. I know how old Jamie is. I know how old I am. I know how old Cecilia is. But, you think Cecilia is the oldest? She might be. Couple years older than me and Jamie, not much. Right? Four I think you're four years older than me and Jamie. So not that much. Okay, what does this say? What does it say? I pronounced your name correctly once. Yusuf. Yusuf. Is it yeah, it's Yusuf, isn't it? Yusuf? So it's really late here. I was going to sleep. Uh oh. I gotta get rid of that. But then I got your notification and I got bad news. No. You were already coming to the US? What part of the US were you coming to? Yusuf. Yusuf, right? Yusuf. Yeah, I, I hope the pandemic ends soon. <clears throat> it will end soon. That, that's the good thing. It will end soon. You can imagine that it won't be around in 2022, right? Hopefully. Fingers crossed for good luck. You would think by 2022, the virus has gotten to most people. We don't have to worry about... Oh, Montana. I remember... Somebody asked me about Montana, and I wonder, was that you a couple days ago? So, and, and you asked about California? Yeah, so I had been to California, but I've never been to Montana, but I've had a student from Montana. Yeah, beautiful. Big sky country, they call it. I think we talked about that too. Big sky country. Because there are places in Montana where it's just like the sky forever so I would love to go to Montana one day I'd love to go to a lot of places one day Turkey I would love to go to Turkey love to go to Istanbul heard good things about that and then taking the ferry across to Asia right Istanbul is the one that's in Asia and Europe not Ankara it's Istanbul I believe and then there's a place where I've talked to someone from Turkey and they didn't know about this place, but there are hot air balloons and then there are these white, white rocks that kind of look like sand, extremely white, and you they build houses inside of these rocks. I would love to go to that place in Turkey. Can't remember, can't remember what it's called in Turkey, but it would be nice to go there. And I think that uh, we we was here at one time, 
We is usually our youngest. He's usually the youngest. Ah, uh, 31. Okay, 25. Not too bad. That might be it. Cappadocia. Cappadocia. And I have, I've learned a little bit of Turk. I've learned one word in Turkish. I can't remember that. It was to say hi. Hmm. But Turkish seems pretty tough too. William. Okay, now I remember that. Austin, Texas. Yes. The one city that I haven't visited that I most want to is Austin, Texas. Heard good things. How many girlfriends have I had? I've only had one. I've, I saw my wife and immediately fell in love. So just one. Just one. Uh, Salam. This was something else. This was something else. And it was hard for me to say, but I figured it out. Let's see. Google Translate to jog my memory. Turkish. Only one word I know in Turkish. It's bugging me. Ah. Mahatba. Is that how you say it? Mahat. There it is. Mahatba. And I think I say it wrong still, but yeah. Oh yeah, what Jamie is talking about is certain times of the year, there are one million bats that fly from this bridge in Austin, Austin, Texas, I believe. It's not San Antonio, it's Austin. Hmm. I, yeah, thank you, Ralphie. Try to be, try to be safe. Mahatma. Hmm. So we is here. Yes. So we is 14. I'm 44. And pretty much everybody else is mostly in the middle. Um, there is something in the United States that for like etiquette, for being polite, is that you never ask a woman's age. That's what we say in the United States. You never ask a woman's age. It's not polite. Now, I'm not sure if that is the same in other countries, but we're not supposed to say that. Um, geez, uh, opposite of pursuit. Antonym for pursuit. It's a good one. Because you're, you're chasing in a pursuit. Um, it might be like just give up. Give up, give up. Um, we mentioned it's. We mentioned apathy. We mentioned apathy, where you just don't care anymore. So yeah, and Jamie mentions just assume. Don't ask that the woman is pregnant. Just don't bring it up. Never say, "Oh, when are you due? When are oh, when are you expecting? Is it a boy or a girl?" Because 
you may have seen in the United States, there are some women that are a little heavier, just like some men in the United States. We tend to be a little bigger than a lot of countries. So you never want to worry about if a woman is pregnant or not. You just wait for her to tell you if she is, but you never bring it up first. Okay? Never bring it up first. All right. Oh, wow. Austin. It's a beautiful city from what I hear. And I mentioned before the live music capital of the United States, Austin, Texas. Apparently there is a street in Austin where they close it off and you can just go from music place to music place, club to club, listening to different music. Sounds like fun. Um, Hamoud, I've stolen a few cars, yes. That's typical in the United States. Teenagers steal cars and uh, no, no, no. Ibrahim, what is the, just, just because this is a late night chat doesn't mean we can just have all this adult talk. I, I'm not going to talk about what, Ibrahim, I'm thinking that you don't, I'm thinking that you don't know what that, oof. I don't even know how I would talk about that. Does the carpet match the drapes? I I, I can't. Uh, no, I'm not. I won't. I won't say it. I won't say it. No, I've never stolen a car. I've never stolen a car. Maybe I like classic cars. Is that another joke about how old I am? Man. Hmm. Taha, I'm glad you were, are here. Yeah, it's not too late where I am, where some of us are. If we live in the Americas, it's still late, late evening, right? It's not quite late night yet. It is 8, 822, 822. So not so bad. Not my bedtime yet since... Since I'm older, I'm, I, since some people th think I'm born in 1940, I'm in my 70s, I do need to go to bed early, but it's not too late. It's not too late. So we're still good. We're still good. Ah, welcome. I wish I could read. Now that might be, maybe I'm going to go with Japanese. Japanese. But it looks Chinese to me. It looks more Chinese. It's definitely not Korean. But welcome. And if you are new here, uh, don't forget, hit subscribe. Ring that bell. <laughs> okay, so Jamie answered that. With the, the, ca the, the carpet match the drapes. Hey, boy. Hey, boy. All right, so... We, that little sister of yours, eight years old, eight year old, mm. <laughs> Ralphie, <laughs> oh yeah, you would get in trouble, you would get in trouble, can you imagine, when is the baby due, I'm not pregnant, I just had a big breakfast, 
Yeah, no. And I bet that is, that's all around the world, right? You never just assume a woman is pregnant. That could be, that could be bad. We talk about in the doghouse. That's come up before. When you're in trouble with someone, it's most likely it's the husband who is in trouble with the wife. But if you ask a woman, mm, now there's just so many things that could go wrong. Don't put your hand on her belly. Oh, how's the little guy doing? Mm. As Rolfie said, no, that's just, I just had an extra serving of bacon. I'm not pregnant. Why? This is the second time that, uh, and today, that I've had the question low key. Is there um, a study guide that people get for a test maybe? But yeah, low key. I can put that into a sentence. <laughs> no way. So Wee's little sister is in here. Hey, Wee, little sister. Wee, what should we call her? What should we call? She deleted her. She deleted her message. So low key, the one I used earlier today, maybe you have like a low key dinner. Maybe like a low key dinner date. Like a low key dinner date where you don't have to dress up. Maybe you can just wear like what I'm wearing today, a t-shirt and jeans because you're not going to anything too fancy or too posh as the British might say. So we sometimes call it dress down. So nothing too fancy. The gentlemen, they do not have to wear a tie. Low key, casual. That's another thing we might say, casual, low-key. Yeah, Abraham, I figured you didn't. I figured, uh, no, nah, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. I was just kidding. And remember, I work with 12 and 13-year-olds all day, sometimes 14-year-olds. I am used to questions like that. It's all good. It's all good. And if Wee's little sister wasn't here, maybe I would answer the question, but she is here. So Jamie answered it. Yeah, what should we call, what should we call, uh, and I can guarantee you Jamie was laughing. I, some, she's upstairs. I didn't hear her laughing, but I bet she did laugh a little bit. Oh, Ralphie, this is a great question because they're very different. Okay. Hard can hard can mean a couple different things. The way this chat is going, who knows how it could be used. But normally it's just like hard as a rock. So it's how something feels hard, opposite of soft. Hard, opposite of easy. So those two ways hard can be used. And then hardly we will say like... What's a synonym for hardly? It's totally different. Has nothing to do with hard. Um, I hardly got to sleep last night. Hardly. Uh, barely. So hardly is a synonym for barely. Like you're saying just a little bit. 
Um, maybe your mom says to you, oh, I hardly get to see you anymore. You're so busy. So barely and hardly are synonyms. Hope that helps. Oh, we, I'm sure she's making trouble. I'm sure she's making trouble. Just we, since you're the big brother and I have the power, you want me to block her? You want me to put her in timeout? I have that power. Jamie has that power too. Let me know. Okay, let me know. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Jamie, thank you, about the beard. Jamie doesn't like the beard as much. Jamie doesn't like the beard. So it gets a little itchy. Uh, but as... You know, as we as I keep eating, I eat during the quarantine. Somebody called it at the doctor's office. They called it the quarantine 15. I like that. We put on 15 pounds during quarantine. The beard it might cover up the the face. I might I might have to go to the quarantine uh, the beard. I might have to, but. Some people say that the masks, when you wear masks, the beard is not as, it makes it not as um, airtight. Doesn't make it as effective. So, I don't know. Low key, Lisa. I don't know what that means. Low key, I think Lisa like you. I don't know what that means. What is the difference between miss and disrupt? Quite a bit, quite a bit. So if you miss, oh, oh, if you miss someone, it means you want them around. You know, there might be a lot of family that you are missing because of quarantine. You can't see them that often anymore. Um, and that would disrupt your schedule. Not being able to see your family, it might really disrupt your schedule. You won't be able to see them anymore. So disrupt means um, interferes. Interferes. Disrupt. You might have a disruption in your schedule where you have to stay at home now. You can't do all of the things you want to do. Taha, why did you take away your message? Hey, boy. Hey. Why is Ansley, why is our daughter watching this? Oh, I proved that I'm super polite? Ah, it's all good. Um, ah, it's all good, man. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Oh. We, oh, this is directed to Jamie, but cure and heal, cure and heal, they are synonyms. Yeah, so maybe you have the coronavirus. Oof, hopefully you don't. You could be cured of it. You no longer have it. And then we would say you have been healed. So they're pretty much used interchangeably. You can use either one if you want. I don't know, Hamoud. That's a good question. 
instead of just typing, can you use the mic? And I've done it one time. I don't think anybody was here, but I actually went to like Zoom so we could have a conversation. It was a little while ago, but I remember Lelox was there from France. Naima was there from Algeria. It was a lot of fun. Oh, man, who else was there? I remember two people from Russia. Oh, was it uh, Andre was there? Um, a couple people were there. So maybe we'll do another Zoom where there can be more interaction. Oh, I know exactly what you mean, Taha. And it really helps to listen. I was studying more of Italian today. If you're new here, I'm also studying Italian. And I think it helps me as a teacher of English to also learn another language so I know how hard it is and I can appreciate all the hard work that goes into learning English. <coughs> Excuse me. And today... I was list. I'd done a lot, a lot, a lot of listening, a lot of listening during this quarantine. And it's really helping me as I watch videos that I know more and more that is going on. Now, I still can't talk. I still can't speak Italian. But when it comes to listening, it's getting a lot better. In just a couple months, it's really helped me out. So I think listening to English a lot. Like if you listen to me talk, I try to talk as much as I can for the hour or so that I'm on here. And if you listen every day, maybe on replay or maybe live, I think it will really help you. At least with the American accent. But even, and I don't know, I don't think anybody's in here from Italy, but there are some major we would call them probably dialects in Italy. And one grandmother was speaking in the dialect. And I was able to understand her more, though. What she, was, she was speaking with an accent, not her dialect. Let's see. Jamie answered that question. Oh, I've started. Yeah, I've started using tags now. Hashtags. I read somewhere that it might help people find the channel. So I've been kind of using some hashtags in my titles. So not a boomer anymore. I'm still a boomer because I can't handle the chat all the time. Norma. Welcome. Norma's here. Uh, we is wondering, what's the difference between dispose and process, they're almost exact opposites. They're almost antonyms. Because if you dispose of something, you throw it away. That's another way to say throw it away, dispose. But if you process it, you can use it as you're making something. If you process it, you're making it. So those are almost the opposite Almost the opposite. Yeah, I can use exhilarating in Shref. I can. Exhilarating. It means that 
man, here's a big word. I wish I could spell it, but I can't. Adrenaline. It's that chemical in your body that when you are really excited, you have it pumping through your veins. Adrenaline. Some people, if maybe they are challenged to a fight, they just get a lot of adrenaline. Exhilarating is often the same thing. But exhilarating is always like a high. Sometimes you will hear this thing called a runner's high. If anybody has ever been a runner, a runner's high. Thank you, adrenaline. That's how you spell it. Thank you, Jamie. Uh, A runner's high. So maybe your first mile. We use miles here. Sorry. So maybe your first kilometer or two, you're like, oh, you're kind of tired. But then on the third or fourth kilometer, you have this adrenaline pumping through you. And that feeling could be really exhilarating. If you are in an airplane and you look down, but you're kind of excited, there could be a little adrenaline pumping, uh, uh, exhilarating. It could be exhilarating for you to see that, like, wow. Often in English, we say, wow, when we have that feeling that's exhilarating. Whoa. Hamoud, the first thing I do if I find a million dollars, geez, how did I get it? Hmm, did I have to deal drugs to get it? And is somebody going to come kill me? I'd be worried. But, ooh, but I couldn't put it in the bank though, right? Because people would think I stole it. Hmm, is this clean money or is it dirty money? If it's clean money, ha, ah, what would I do? I'd probably pay off my house. It's a boring answer, but I'd pay off my house. And then Jamie and I would travel. And the first place we would go would be, Jamie, where would we go? Italy? Travel. We'd have to travel somewhere. We'd find a place for our kids because we don't like them that much. We don't like our kids that much. So we'd find a place for them. I think my daughter's still listening. That's why I said that. Uh, yeah, we'd take the family. Go to Italy. We'd go around a little bit. Turkey, right? Would we go to Turkey? Iran? Go down to visit Rod in Brazil? We'd have to travel. We'd have to travel. Uh, Rod and I have been talking about prepositions. Ah, oh, they're so, so hard. I understand. And like I say, the best way to learn prepositions is to do lots of listening. Listen, listen to native speakers. I use prepositions correctly all the time. So the question is, do we say on lockdown or in lockdown? We wouldn't say on lockdown. We would say in. You are in lockdown. You're in quarantine. In is the proper one for that. Um, Who was I talking to earlier? And I can't remember what it was, but it was a difference between four and two, this two here. And you could honestly use either one. 
I can probably pull that up. He was a little worried about which to use. I got it. I got it right here, I think. Ah, we did it through audio. All right. But sometimes the prepositions, you you have a choice sometimes. Um, with travel, you can say I'm riding in a car. You can't say I'm riding on a car because that means you're on top of the car. I'm riding in a car. But I'm riding on the train. Does that make any sense? I'm riding in the car. I'm riding on the train. Oh, you. I have good news for you. Discard and throw away are the exact same thing. But, but, I'm going to change. We'll change the spelling, though. That's how we would spell it. So to discard and to throw away, same thing, same, oh, Jamie already answered that, same thing. Uh, Rafi, thanks, teacher. Yes, we, oh, you're asking? Yeah, we have a dollar supermarket. You can go in and get some pretty cheap things for a dollar, but they're cheap. They're sometimes not the best. But yeah, you can get some food for I once the quarantine ends, I will make a video in our local Dollar Tree. I will make a video. Promise. Maybe I'll go live and make it weird. And then people can be in the chat saying, "Hey, go over to this section. I'll do it. I'll have my microphone. We'll just we'll just do it. Maybe we'll get kicked out." Oh, clean money. I did mention that, didn't I? So if you earn your money through working, we call it clean money. You can spend it anywhere. But if I made my money through dealing drugs, that would be dirty money. So I might have a million dollars, but if I try to put that cash into the bank, a million dollars, the authorities are going to come looking for me. Because they are going to wonder, Mr. Watson, how'd you get that million dollars? So I would have to pay taxes on it, and then I would have to prove where I got that. And most likely, it would be in a dirty way. It would be committing some kind of crime. Maybe, like Hamoud said earlier, maybe I'm stealing cars, which I'm not. But maybe I'm stealing cars, and I'm making money. Lots of it. I can't put it in a bank. Oh, Rod. Yeah, it didn't go so well. I'm uh, making a video about the uh, it's vlog number two where I go to the doctor's office. And, um, yeah, I didn't get my shot. I wanted to get the shot. The doctor would not give it to me. So now I have to go back to the hospital 
it's a whole thing. Sometimes we say that it's a whole thing when it's like a little complicated, but thanks for asking. So yeah, I'll make, because it was a little different when I went to the doctor's office, they didn't let me into the waiting room. We have these things called waiting rooms and I say it in the video. It's literally a room where you wait for the doctor to call you and you're in a big waiting room with other people. And then you go to a smaller waiting room where it's just you and the doctor comes in. So there's no more big waiting room. I waited in my car. So, uh, Taha. So the best way to improve English. Now, remember, I learned English as a baby. So I didn't have to work for it. But there are a lot of really good English speakers in here. Really good. It would be interesting. Possibly, could you use, could you write down some tips that helped you learn English? I will still say that reading and listening to, we call it comprehensible input. That means you're reading and you're listening to things that you know about 80% of, 80%. Now, when I first started learning Italian, it wasn't 80%, but I kept listening and kept listening and I've gotten better. So I really do think that the listening and the reading native material will help you, but it takes a long, long time. It takes a long time, right? Like two years, at least I'm thinking maybe three to get Pretty good. But how long have um, some of you guys been learning English? I know like Cecilia, I believe, is an English teacher. Rod is an English teacher in Brazil. So they're way better at learning English than I am. I did it as a baby. It was I didn't have to work for it. It would be nice if people wrote down tips because it might help me learn Italian. Juan, how are you? Hey, thank you so much. It's very kind. Uh, I'm going a little later to try to help um, find those people that might be watching from Asia. A couple people had asked me earlier today, can you go at a time that's better for us? So I know it's early morning in Korea and Japan and Vietnam. But there are, there's a good percentage of viewers that watch my channel from those countries. So I try to, to go at a time that might be nice. Oh, wow. Maldives. Hmm. Yeah. It's a good question. Ibrahim. Yeah, that's a good question. And I, I didn't realize it until I started speaking with people who are learning English is that English speakers, we often don't learn another language, right? You know, like most of us don't. And it's exactly what Ibrahim said. The reason I'm learning Italian is I find it fun and I think it will help me 
teach others to learn English. If I know how hard it is, you know, then I will find, um, we call it empathy. Then I can understand how hard it is to learn English. And remember, I'm going from English to Italian, which is pretty easy compared to Arabic to English or Japanese to English, where you're not using the same alphabet. So one day, right? One day, maybe either Persian or Arabic. Oh, yeah, the Maldives. The, the Seychelles, I believe is how it's pronounced. Love it. Oh, Rod, are you talking about our country? Yeah, in the United States, each state is a little different. So some states are what we would call phase four, like Montana. Montana, I don't believe has had many cases. They're so spread out. So I don't think a lockdown is in, in effect anymore. In my state, some counties are out of lockdown. My county still is in lockdown. We can go out, but only when it's necessary. Ooh, Hamoud. Contine? I don't know what I said. Contine. Oh, cont maybe contain? That? Contain? Hamoud is asking for me to spell something, but I'm not sure. Contine. Contain? Contine. Don't know. Raphael, welcome. Yeah, in the United States, I can. I can record. I can record anything I want in the United States. Well, not anything. But any public place in a supermarket, I can definitely record in there. I'm not saying that everybody's going to like it. I might get some angry stares, but who cares? Yeah, 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 right. So, Ralphie, Jamie already answered this, but when when we say the apple is too red, that would mean it's like way past red, and that's not a thing, really. That's not a thing. We could say it's too ripe. It's too ripe, meaning. You probably don't want to eat it because it's all soggy. So usually when you say too, it's almost like a bad thing. Like, oh, this is too much to handle. This food is too salty. This drink is too cold. So a lot of times too, it means it's gone past the point where it was good. A shref. No, you're not late. Oh, I forgot. Uh, in Morocco, not too. What time is it in Morocco? It's still it's still Monday, right? Still Monday. Rod, I would say that. Yeah, 
is on lockdown, I believe they're making a mistake. But, you know, if they're not a na if they're not a native English speaker and they say they're on lockdown, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't give them a hard time, but it just it doesn't sound as right as they're in lockdown, they're in quarantine. Ah, uh, Turkey. Well, the way they, the well, the way it's spelled in um, in Turkey, we we don't we don't spell it the right way. It's it's like that with um, I think a couple dots over the U. So we should spell it like that. We just don't. We spell it like the animal. We, I think I've been asked this before. I don't, I don't really watch the NBA. I really don't know much about the NBA, but I do watch the NFL, which is football, and I watch the NHL, which is hockey. I don't, I don't watch too much. I don't watch too much NBA. Rod, uh, that's a good point. I've been meaning to. I'm nervous. But yeah, to make some hacks for those three prepositions. I think I could do a video on that. And I found a chart that somebody else made, another English teacher, made with those three prepositions. So it wouldn't be too hard for me. But that's the thing is that sometimes sometimes you can use more than one preposition and it doesn't matter like it would sound fine but sometimes the preposition is really like but I don't think good news I'm looking for that it's a long time ago that I found that but oh yeah it has a couple other but I could talk about that chart at and on by and for without it being too confusing. The good thing though, if you mess up and you use at instead of in, whatever, it's not really going to affect the meaning. Like most native English speakers will be able to understand what you're saying. It will just sound a little bit funny to them. It'll sound a little bit off, but the meaning should still come through. Nice, Ibrahim. That's what I... Okay, so I'm listening to many stories as well. And the app that I'm using, it's not a sponsor or anything. I use Link. I pay for it myself. But I do... I'm on mini story 27 of 60. So there are 60 mini stories on this app. Actually, I'm on 28. If you look, 28. And these mini stories, now after studying Italian for a year, the first 15 were really like review, like really, really review. But it was good for me to listen and read to something that I could understand 100%. 100% of it, I knew. It was a bit of a glare. Sorry on the phone. But um, so the mini stories are really effective. 
And as you go through them, the tenses change. So the first 10 or 15 are in present tense. Then they start throwing in some past tense. Now on story 28, I'm getting a little future tense. So nice. Yeah, podcasts. Ibrahim. Oh, Ralphie. So two years. Two years. That's good, though. Two years. I mean, I've seen at least Ibrahim and I've seen Ralphie type. And I know that your English must be pretty good. Must be pretty good. Because I never have trouble understanding what you say. So nice job, man. Oh, Rod. No, you don't have to ask. I mean, of course. I put it out on YouTube. I mean, and teachers know, man. Teachers, at least in the United States, teachers know if you put something out there, other teachers will use it if it's – I mean, my YouTube videos use it for whatever. But a lot of teachers will say if it's going to help students, use it. Yeah, that's that's what we do. Yeah, please do. Please do. William. That's true. That the older I get, the more that's that's real. Like, yeah, money would be really, really helpful, but you know, your health can't buy you can't buy that so nice William I'm wondering how old are you did you say already but I'm, I wonder if that's the thing the older you get the more you realize yeah Ralphie I um there's a one guy I watch, his name is Alberto, and his picture is right there, and he has, it's called Imparare Italiano Automatico, Ultimatico, Uh, he's really good, he's been doing a daily vlog during quarantine, and he lives in northern Italy, where they've been really hard hit, so I don't know. Yusuf, 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 Yusuf. I don't know. Naima, she's here. What's going on? Really late in Algeria. I don't know when the next um, Zoom meeting will be. I guess when we have a little bit of time, which we have a little bit of time during quarantine, right? Welcome, Naima. Uh, so I think um, Abraham brought up a great point is that this is big is that whatever you're doing, you have to enjoy it. You have to enjoy it. Maybe you would maybe you would learn it quicker by memorizing, maybe I don't know, but you are more likely to keep learning. If you're having fun, we have this thing called burnout. Definitely a phrasal verb, but burnout, if you haven't heard of it before, it's when you do too much of one thing. So if you're language learning, all you're doing is memorizing every day, 
you'll probably get burnt out and you won't do it for as long. Whereas maybe you are having more fun, like Ibrahim says, listening, reading things that are exciting to you, you're more likely to spend more time doing it. But how about this? The first six months of learning a language, maybe first year, is going to be a slog. It's going to be a slog. It's just, you just got to do it. You got to get through it. And it won't be fun. Maybe. But the more you do it, you'll eventually get to that point where you can watch a YouTube video and understand most of it. And it's good content. It's fun for you. So... Whoa, it's Thursday. What? Yousef, it's already Thursday? Oh, Tuesday. I bet you mean Tuesday. Okay, Tuesday. Yeah, tu I know you mean Tuesday. You mean Tuesday. But yesterday I was talking with Aroni, and I got my Saturday and my Sunday mixed up in Italian. Easy to do, Tuesday. Yeah. Oof. Ralphie, yeah. The, you know what? The prepositions. He said I need to make a series on prepositions. Yeah, I do. And it's almost like a nightmare for me to make it because I worry that if I, I make a video and it's too confusing, but... Oh man, thank you, Rod. It, you know, it's I don't have a lot of subscribers compared to some. I got about 1,200, but I've only been at it for three months, so it seems like it's it's going pretty well. I'm I'm having that's the thing. I'm I, again, I'm having fun doing this. I'm having fun talking with people from around the world, and if it makes me think I'm helping somebody, then. I don't worry so much about the channel. I, I think that will happen. Just like with uh, learning English. If I was so worried about getting 10,000 subscribers, I wouldn't be having fun. But if I just let it happen, I'll stick with it more. Just like learning a language. So, But thank you, Rod. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, Naeem is saying she wrote third. I, I should have known. I should have known. But just like Hamoud, I, I'll blame it on Hamoud. Because he was saying that I was born in the 1940s. I thought his calendar where he lives is different from the calendar I use. So, oh, nice, Abraham. So if you can listen to audiobooks... All right, we have this thing in English called the snowball effect. Snowball effect. So think of a hill. And then think of a ball of snow. As it rolls down, like it starts small. Snowball effect, it starts small. 
But as it keeps rolling, it gets bigger and bigger and it grows more quickly as it gets bigger. So that's what we call the snowball effect. And that is what is happening to Ibrahim now that he can move on from many stories where he was learning pretty well every day. But now that he's listening to audiobooks, more content, his language learning is going to grow much quicker now, much more quickly. That's the snowball effect. And that's what happens with language learning. Your progress getting better, it starts slowly, but then it will just explode. So nice job, Ibrahim. Yeah, we, are you talking about language learning apps? When I first started with Italian, I used Duolingo. And I've talked about how Duolingo, I think, can be helpful at the beginning. And it's pretty fun. It has like a game part to it. So it's a little bit of gaming. So Duolingo can be helpful at the beginning. And now I buy this thing called Link every month. It's about $13. And they have the mini stories. And I find those helpful. So, all right, Jamie is off work. Yeah, Jamie, I agree. Really well written. Really well written. Hmm. So, uh, Shref is, and he just wrote that, so um, I won't copy and paste, but you can imagine like a Shref is trilingual. Try. Try, meaning three. At least try. I don't know, maybe more. But he knows Arabic. He knows French. And now he knows English pretty well. So you can imagine keeping all three of those languages in your head. Nice job, man. Naima, also trilingual. Nice. Yeah, so you guys actually inspire me to learn Ita learn my Italian. You know, Naima with her writing everything down, staying up until 2 o'clock in the morning, watching English YouTube videos. Nice job. Ralphie, I think by July 4th, so the idea in this country, in my state, I should say, in my state, by July 1st, we will be at phase four. That's the idea. There's no phase five. We'll be at phase four. So we should be we should be on track to be out of quarantine completely by July 4th. July uh, June 3rd, June 1st, sorry. June 1st should be phase 3. But I think in the fall we might have to go back to parts of quarantine, I think. I think. Who knows? Hopefully not. All right. Yeah, so I think I am going to, really, Ibrahim, nonfiction. Hmm, interesting. Um, so why don't I get out of here? Jamie is done. It is getting a little bit late. She's off work now. So I'm going to get out of here. Uh, thank you. Yeah, thank you.
Rod, nice words. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Jamie and I will film a video tomorrow on Southern Slang 2. So thank you all for tuning in. See you tomorrow. We'll do this again tomorrow at about noon, okay, New York time. Think about then. See you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Adios, amigos. Adios, amigos. Bye-bye. Oh.